Hi, I'm Lucy. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> no, I'm Hannah. Yeah. And I'm Luce. And this is Rhyme. Okay. We're so curious. We're so curious. We want to learn. We love to talk. And connect. And listen. That's true. So here we are, listening to you. With a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, we're lifelong learners. We want to know you. Let's run, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's run, baby. Let's run, baby. In this episode of Let's Rhyme Baby, we talk to Susan Ray. She's a sensuality and femininity expert, and we actually connected with her on Instagram. She did a kundalini yoga teacher training with a former rhymer and dear friend of ours, and we're super excited to get back on our podcast game and to start with our conversation with Susan. Where are you? Look at it. Minnesota in the US. Oh, that's also pretty hot, no? Yeah. It's actually mm. really like it's like spring weather today. It's like very breezy, mm. like not humid and just feels really nice. Oh, good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota. I only get I can <laughs> I, I know that from the series, you know, like what's the name again? Um Fargo. Yeah, Fargo. <laughs> I know it's the accents sound crazy, but they're real. It's real. <laughs> well, I'm Susan, and I am a sensuality and femininity expert, and I'm really passionate about helping women feel very empowered and very in tune with their their inner feminine power and their inner sensual power, and I. I think that that is, it's very important. Um, I feel like we've grown up in a world that sort of like superficialized sex and sexuality. And the more that I dive into this work, I really realize like this is our deepest self. So when we study the realm of sensuality, sexuality, we get to study our deepest self. And when we come into pleasure and we feel relaxed and we feel good in our bodies and we feel grateful for all the simple pleasures of life, then we get to focus on what really matters in life. Mm -hmm. So that's what I help people do. And that's how I live too. Beautiful. That's a beautiful way to introduce yourself. Thank you. <laughs> the word, one word that like really stood out when you were talking was pleasure. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious because especially that you ended with your introduction being that's how I enjoy and live my life as well. Um, just from there, hopping into that word, what is something that you experience in a simple day-to-day -day life that brings you pleasure? That's such a good question. Um, putting my necklaces on brings me pleasure. Picking out an outfit that I love brings me pleasure. Um, my my favorite favorite thing is just sitting outside and feeling the breeze mm. that's like every time i feel the breeze i'm just like ah oh, this is the best it's my favorite feeling and it's so simple 
so simple. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like you, Anna. I know. I was, <laughs> I was just going to say that <laughs> that reminds me of me when I'm in Greece. I spent a lot of summers living in Greece and it was, it's really windy in Greece. But in the Mediterranean, basically, there's just like, it's just like a giant wind vortex all the time. Mm -hmm. And I always remember leaving that part of the world to come back to a different part of the world. And I'm like, so quiet. Mm -hmm. Where's the wind? You know, that feeling on your skin. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So those are your rituals, your rituals that you enjoy, like putting your necklace on. And how do you connect that with your work? Like your essence like going to your essence your femininity that's a good question too I I mean to me there's like so many different essences of femininity and so I guess something that I've been studying a lot about is radiance and because at first when you first asked that the first thing that came up was beauty that's like how I connect to beauty in a way and I don't mean beauty in just like a superficial, physical, aesthetic way, even though jewelry and clothing is. Um, but I guess it kind of helps me connect all of it together, like inner beauty, which I call radiance and outer mm. beauty. So I feel like it just helps. And my whole thing is, is connecting the unseen with the physical realm. Mm -hmm. Like I love, like, you know how in spirituality, like a lot of people are always like, talking about ascension how do we ascend and my favorite teachings are like how do we descend into the body like how do we get into the body more because that's that's where it's at that's what we came here to do so yeah that's what that does for me yeah so it's like a self-care practice yeah you do it for you my yeah. grandma used to say that always like not for whoever is like looking at you but for you mm -hmm. you know for you that's really beautiful like you it's like a spiritual practice so you do it with care I, I imagine yeah and consciously and with intention so I um I study a lot of kundalini yoga and I'm in this women's program and we just last weekend had a call together and we talked a lot about radiance and um we talked about the arc line which is energetically it's it's like this beam that goes from ear to ear and then women have one from nipple to nipple as well but we were talking about how uh, a, a woman's arc line really like is her projection like whatever she's projecting but it also protects us as well so it kind of like shields us and keeps us like on the right track keeps us in the flow keeps us like coming in contact with things that we are actually rhyming with on a soul level. Um, and yes, I know you guys have the best brand. I'm always like this morning too, I was just like, I feel like it's so easy to put that word in and it kind of makes everything more fun. Um, what was I, where was I going with that? Protection, this. Radi yeah. Radiance and, and, oh, and how if we very consciously and intentionally and with precision decide what we want to wear like if we have like things that make us happy to wear we can actually use that to very if we mindfully and consciously dress that actually can increase our radiance and increase the brightness and strength of our arc line which is very cool mm. yeah so it's oh, like yeah. everything everything gets to be very intentional yeah and um, using colors with that too yeah yeah 
So I, um, I used to be someone who used to love to dress in all black. And when I started learning more about colors and just like the aura, I quickly stopped wearing all black, but I'll intentionally wear black if I want to be more like, like ninja, like I'm kind of like stealth. I don't need to be noticed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the subconscious holds so many like um, colors, like connecting with memories, connecting with our um, strength, with our essence, with like rela related in relationship to so many feelings, you know? Mm -hmm. So what I do I go in with like hypnotherapy and then you find this, this thing that, that maybe you call is your strength and it's like in your chest or whatever. And then a color comes up so they can use that to magnify and to enhance that feeling that they experienced in, in hypnotherapy outside too. So wow. like seeing, yeah, like using like nail polish or like, uh, like I'm now wearing yellow because it's not my color, you know, like to remind your subconscious, oh wait, we're in this strength. This is where this lives in me. And then you can create neural pathways, you know? So I'm sure this works with your practices too yeah colors and yeah how did you end up in this niche right because it's it's super specific in a way um does it feel contained like like sometimes niches can feel like constricting but it feels actually expansive when you talk about it and um you're so passionate in this specific realm um which has become your work so i'm just curious what pathways led you there and, and what experiences did you have to combine everything to now offer what you offer? Yeah. So interesting that you bring that up about does this feel constricting to be in this niche? And it doesn't at all. And you're one of the like, you're like a handful of people who's recently kind of brought that up to me of like, it's what you do is very niche. And every time I hear that, I'm like, is it? Because to me, it does feel like everything and it just does, it feels so expansive. So yeah, that's interesting to reflect on. So I have had lots of experiences throughout my life that brought me to where I am. And so starting from the beginning, I grew up in a Christian home, religious home. And so I was taught little to nothing about sex and sexuality. I was taught little to nothing about love and my body. And the, the teachings in, in the home that I grew up in and like in the church that I grew up in, I mean, there just, there were no teachings around it except like, don't touch it, basically. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't do it. And that was very disempowering for me. Because I also grew up in a culture in in school that was hookup culture. And so people were very much exploring, like, what does it feel like if I hook up with this person or this person? And it was very, like, kind of like the, I mean, it was, I guess, it's part of the sexual revolution situation, sexual liberation revolution that's kind of came up starting in the 70s. And so I just noticed as I was in school, like just kind of looking around, like I wasn't ready to experience and experiment with any of the sexual things that people were doing. And so that felt weird to me. And I felt like, is there something wrong with me? Like, should I be doing this? And so I kind of forced myself into some situations when I was younger 
and they didn't feel good and I didn't know I just had no clue it was like this thing that I was supposed to know everything about and yet I knew nothing about it and didn't feel comfortable I didn't have anybody to talk to about it either and then when I was in college I fell in love with this boy and we started dating and we dated for about a year before we ever slept together and it was our first time and right away this this whole religious thing came up of are we going to hell like is this okay like this isn't okay and so instead of it being like an expression of of something that we were doing to connect with one another it was like this is something that we shouldn't be doing even though we want to and so that was really disempowering and really confusing and really detrimental to my confidence as a woman. I didn't know it at the time, but like taking that in from someone who was my lover, someone basically, it was kind of like the Adam and Eve thing of like, I'm Eve and I made him eat the apple and now it's my fault. And so that whole thing came up and, and then, um, during college, starting in college, I basically started realizing I'm not in my Christian home anymore. I don't, I'm not under my parents' rule anymore. And then I was out of this relationship with this guy and I, I realized like, I'm free. I can do whatever I want. And so I kind of like went to the other side of the pendulum and started just loosely getting into whatever and which is fine. Um, but that was also a, a disempowering experience for me because I felt like I didn't understand my power and so I was just sharing it with anybody and everybody. And I wasn't in pleasure either. It was very much like we go out and we drink and then we hook up and then nothing comes of it. And I didn't realize that I was actually depleting myself mm -hmm. by doing that. And so then fast forward a few years and I, I ended up in another relationship with a, a guy and we were together for about two and a half years. And when we first met, it was like hot and like chemistry and we were very magnetized to one another. But just as quickly as we came together, that same spark died. So within three months of the relationship, our sex life had completely died. And it was because we had dove into it so quickly from a purely physical standpoint. And neither one of us like had the capacity of, of intimacy, actual intimacy and like that emotional, spiritual, energetic realms of, of sex. And so it also was like, nearly impossible to talk to one another about it it was really hard and i remember bringing it up to him one time because i'm like i'm like 20 i was like 27 28 at the time i'm like i'm a hot girl i take good care of myself like i love sex i want to have sex and yet my boyfriend doesn't want to have sex with me like what is going on like so i remember bringing it up to him one day and i was like we're not having sex like what's going on like i want more of this and he basically said to me, well, I don't think that's a very important part of a relationship. I don't think that that's the most important part. And so I think that the way that we're doing it is just fine. And he basically like shut me down. And I wasn't strong enough in my power or my values to know 
that's actually a mismatch of our values. That was actually a mismatch of compatibility. And I just took his truth on as my own and stayed in the relationship for a while. And I just, there came a point where I realized like I've completely repressed this part of myself that's actually very powerful and means a lot to me. And meanwhile, throughout my 20s, so when I was 17, my dad was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's disease. So my dad got sick and I didn't really deal with it at all for many years. I sort of just like didn't feel anything about it for many years. And he and I didn't have like a super, super close relationship. So it was just kind of a weird, awkward thing. And so he he continued to decline in, in lots of ways. And there came a point in my mid-20s, kind of around the time when I was dating this this guy in this sexless relationship where I all of a sudden was overcome with all this grief for what was going on with my dad. And so that's what led me into working with a spiritual energy healer. And so that was really a gateway for me. And that's when I, that's when I was introduced to the concept of there is stuff beyond this realm and we can work with this outside of the dogma of religion and you do have spirit guides that are guiding you and there is energetics and there is frequency and there are all these other dimensions. And so um, it was like my dad got sick and that it was such a tragedy, but it ended up being one of the biggest, most catalytic experiences of my life that actually put me on my pathway. So I'm actually really grateful to have gone through that experience. And I, he's, my dad's one of my spirit guides too. And so he's like, he's like with me all the time. Like we're like a team together, which is super cool because mm. we weren't when he was here in a human body. Um, yeah. So after I, I ended up getting out of this sexless relationship and I, I kind of started to dive in a little bit like I'd been introduced to yoni eggs and then I started learning about masculine and feminine energy and and learned how to date more in the feminine and and like had a few experiences that were like way too extreme me in the feminine like wasn't balanced at all. Um, but I really got to just like learn things and kind of try them on and, and put them to work. And I, I ended up in another relationship where like the intimacy just hit a wall and I didn't know what to do and he didn't know what to do. And so we eventually broke up and then I was like, screw this. Like, I'm going to figure this shit out. Like there is, there is, I'm meant to experience something more here and we all are, and this doesn't have to be like this. And I'm not living the rest of my life, not having sex with whoever I'm in a relationship with. So I started, I started taking courses and diving into books and learning all about sacred sexuality and, and learning more about masculine and feminine energetics. And, um, and now I'm studying Kundalini yoga, which has a, had a huge impact on the teachings and the things that I know and have experienced as well. And so eventually I kind of put it all together and started a business a few years ago and it kind of morphed and got deeper and deeper. And now here we are. So everything that I've learned and everything I've embodied, I get to help other women with now. So, yeah. Wow, like your power is like coming through the screen like this and that. And I know. yeah, like this, this it looks like you really found your 
your yeah. essence like this is you, what you need to do right yeah yeah oh <laughs> your face oh yeah and what I was wondering like you're doing this right now and this is like an extension of who you are right like this is really clear I, I can see that like your your eyes are radiant of this message like it's very clear like what are the the challenges women come with with you or men I imagine maybe there are also men that are in tune with this subject too but what what are the, the challenges or the questions that they have for you so um the first thing that comes up is there are some women that i've worked with who they went their whole life and like their whole marriage thinking that they didn't like sex they were like kind of they felt like opposed to it sort of um and then they re they get out of the marriage they get out of the relationship and then they realize like holy shit like i was repressing this huge part of myself so then they're like what do i do i don't even know what to do but i know that i'm meant to learn more about this i want to dive in there are there are some women who come and they i mean i work with a lot of women actually who are divorced or have experienced a divorce and they they've decided i'm claiming my life i'm claiming my pleasure mm -hmm. one woman that i've worked with she spent her whole life thinking that sex was for men only for men's mm -hmm. pleasure or or just to just to create babies just to get pregnant she never thought that it was for her own pleasure mm. and what else some women they they just there's a lot of women who come into my energy field to work with me who they feel very strongly that they have part of their purpose, part of their mission in this life is to find this deep love and to have a very enriching, fulfilling relationship, marriage. And they know that there's, there's things that they need to dive into within themselves mm -hmm. in order to be able to cultivate that. So it's so important. Yeah, so I guess it's a lot of women who they they feel some sort of calling. They're like, I want to claim pleasure in my life. I want to claim I want to claim my power. I want to feel confident. I don't want to feel like I'm disempowered. I don't want to feel like it's all for somebody else. I want to yeah. I want to feel good too. And so they know that the pathway is to dive into themselves. Mm how beautiful too because it's like this pathway through sensuality and sexuality so that's a very like specific part of the general desire and need for expression right we work yeah. with women just like laying in fish posts to open their throat so they can speak what they want and they can um our last retreat we focused a lot on we ask this question a lot, like, do you know how to ask for help? Do you know how to receive? Right. And there, we noticed that in our last retreat, and that's why we're focusing our next retreat on women for women, um, because we kept hearing this pattern of, um, I, I don't know how to receive, right. And how interesting when you think about that through a sexual connection, right. With these women saying like, Oh, sex is also for me, you know? Yeah we need to have more space to receive whether that's someone holding your hand when you're crying or whether it comes to pleasure whether it comes from from um you know someone 
doing something for you, like sweeping the floor, you know, like there's just so many ways to receive. And so it's so interesting that that theme is really relevant in our work. And I, I, it just makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. that it connects to, to your work. I love that. And the receptivity, that's like, that's like, to me, like the, the core of the, of the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. How do you work with your clients or maybe just how do you experience that yourself, this um, balance of bringing more awareness into the receptivity energy? So I, I mean, I focus on like very simple things. So if like somebody pays me a compliment, I try to just say thank you instead Mm. instead of like deflecting it or trying to make it be like i need to pay you a compliment now too um example so i put out a reel yesterday and some guy that i don't even know he commented on it and this would this would maybe trigger some people some women but this guy commented on it and he he was like cute looking girl and so some people would get upset about that but I was just like hell yeah like I am a cute looking girl like thanks I I just say thank you and it's like that doesn't take my power away I have my power you know Mm -hmm. um so it's like little things like that like just accepting compliments um letting people hold the door open for me um at the gym like I love to go to the gym and I work at a gym too and so like if someone wants to help me like put my equipment away like I love it I say thank you Um, And so for me, it's just like those little things and the little things then put me into comfort to go deeper. So like in an experience, like you mentioned of like, let's say you're crying and you're, or you're feeling some sort of a deeper feeling and like allowing somebody to hold your hand or like hold your body. Then it's like, if I'm used to receiving on a smaller scale and like, I know that I'm safe to do that then it's to me easier to, to receive in a more intimate moment like that, a deeper moment. Mm. It's beautiful. Yeah. Like for me, I, I understand like this is this, the sexuality and the sexual energy around everything is so subtle, right? It's like you, we talk about sex and sex is this, sex is that. Everybody knows what sex is like, people from really early ages, right? They know what sex is, but what we learn, what I've learned throughout my life, and now I'm learning this actually in detail more, and I'm 36. It's like how detailed it is inside your body, how it feels and like how that moves and how it moves you and how it's so specific. And so like playing with that, it's so difficult if you are not in tune with your body, right? If you're not, if you're not able to distinguish your emotions from left to right, right? It's so subtle. Like, how do you do that with your clients? Do you notice like, oh my God, there's so much more that we need first need to go through before we can reach this because this is like next level stuff, right? At, at least this is how I experience it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It is subtle and it's everywhere too. the sexual energy. So the way that I start out with my clients is by there's I give them a womb meditation. So meditation to just connect in and breathe into their womb, breathe into their heart. And 
I've found that if they are willing to sit and do that for just a couple minutes every day or, or regularly at least, that starts to wake things up because a lot of times it's like we're up in the head all day. We're in the mind. We're analyzing everything. And mm. so, but we naturally have the ability and the capacity to get into the body and it feels good when we learn to do that. So I've found that just by ha getting a woman to learn to breathe more slowly, breathe more deeply and to just pay attention to the pelvic space, pay attention to the heart space and just start to notice what they notice when they pay attention and breathe there, that naturally just starts to open their awareness to this more, to the more subtle realm. Mm. It's kind of, it's kind of a miracle. It's, it's interesting um, because I feel like it's so simple. Not oh, yeah. easy, not necessarily easy to do, but sim very simple. And it always works. It always opens things up. It rhymes, right? Yes. Yeah. It rhymes, yeah. We love that. Like practices that are simple, not easy, like you say, because things come up, right? I mean, simple doesn't mean easy, but this is, I feel what, if practices are easy, accessible, and they work, that, that's, that's what we need, right? Yeah. Instead yeah. of all oh, like creating this whole, like then this and then that, but no, just easy, simple, accessible. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh. I love that. And it ties back to what you were saying at the beginning too, of just like, no, it's not up here. You don't have to no. reach out of yourself, right? We talk a lot in rhyme about, our wholeness it's really beautiful to um, hear you talk as someone that is just offering space to women to explore what they already have right to yeah. to keep it really simple and accessible and to be like here here's your power you you have it actually this, these are just little lights of awarenesses that you that you're able to share yeah 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 and i i think that's that's the beauty of it is like everybody has it within them already and I, I never want a woman to feel like she has to keep going to somebody else to, to figure it out. Exactly. I, my vision for women is that like we have these creative portals inside of our bodies. Like to me, that's what the womb is, is like, like, what is the womb even? It's so mysterious. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> It's, it's so true. It's like that black that that black thing that the magician has. Like then he reaches in, like this this black sack or how do you call that? Like the yeah. bag, and then they reach in and then they <laughs> grab something out of it. It's like this, right? Like you put something in there and it's like, and then something yeah. beautiful comes out, and it's all created in yeah. the womb. Yeah, with our body feeding it. What? I know. And so, like my vision is that every woman is so in tune with that space that i mean that's where that's innovation that's creative genius that's everything that will heal the world is coming from there and so like i don't i never want to be i don't i never want to feel like i'm the one who's doing this for a woman i want a woman to always feel like she's doing it for herself because then she can keep cultivating that for herself totally just remembering remembering that yep. we have that yeah instead of we need to learn this now you just need to remember it it's in your genes yeah your whole feminine line did this for ever yeah oh i yeah. love this 
And I, I think too, for, for those of you listening, we connected on Instagram originally, but there's so much out there, right? There's so much out there, so many people offering so many things and it's beautiful. It's beautiful that this is the energy that's in the, in the atmosphere right now. Um, but I feel like why we rhymed with you, why we were attracted to your voice and, and your essence and, and what you were sharing, what you are sharing is because of this authenticity and this passion and also the space, the space that you are creating, you know, you really relate to that because it's all about, yeah, just exchanging information and how much we can learn from each other um, when we are just humble and authentic and grounded never seems to amaze me and us. And so, yeah, just thank you for putting your yourself out there and your work out there in such an authentic and beautiful way. Yeah, thank you. So Rupan mentioned that when she came and worked with you, with the two of you, that she learned a lot about femininity. So what do you do? What, like what, it, what kind of practices and things do you do with people to help them shift into their feminine and receptivity? That's a good question. And interestingly, I think a lot of what we do subtly brings people there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just recently started using words like feminine and masculine and partly because we want to keep everything super neutral and super organic and accessible. Um, not to take power away from those words, but um, to keep the awareness so internal, so um, on wholeness. I think that a lot of what we just naturally offer um, brings that out in people. Whatever is imbalanced will rebalance. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And yeah. a practice that I'm thinking of specifically is what we do a lot with water therapy. And to me, to us, water is so feminine and fluid, and you know, just like enveloping and and cozy. But but we do use water to uh, create space around surrender and fluidity and flow um in this last couple retreats we we played in the pool and we had um one person standing in the pool and one person laying in the water and the person that was standing up had their hands on the back of um, the other person and it was the practice to soften and surrender into being held and receiving support and it was really hard for people to do that Um, and we played in the water before that to lead up to having trust just in the water in general and we noticed that it was hard for people to just simply receive or to ask for hey can you move your hand like this this would be more comfortable if you were to do that Um, but then it would slowly come out like one pair realized they weren't very comfortable so they walked to the more shallow end and then it was like, ah, oh, this feels like it has more ease. Mm-hmm. So that practice was doing exactly what we've been talking about, right? Pra- practicing receiving softness, communication, um, support, receiving support. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just literally while being in the water and being literally embodying fluidity. Mm-hmm. So um, that's one example. And Luce, I'm sure you have something to add. Yeah, like referring to this, like it's, I feel like um, where 
where we are out of harmony with our femininity. Mostly it's about giving and receiving, right? So it's a lot of women, they, they've learned that they need to give a lot and that they don't really receive well. And our responsibility is to create space to receive because I mean, there is space for us to receive. There are a lot of men, but also in friendships and, and family, to receive people want to give like there are a lot of women they want to give right give 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 but we have so much trouble receiving and that's because we have like blocks up and like patterns and all that so what we do with them is like showing through practices like reflecting what is blocking you from receiving and giving in a way that is more natural to you mm -hmm. so talking about uh, our mutual friend also she learned this not per se like oh this is your femininity but this is who you are like you're blocking too much of your own like giving and receiving and how can you open up more how can you soften more and we do this with all of our practices like the micro learnings like we focus on micro learnings a lot so it's not one practice or a spe specific thing but it's it's like becoming aware of your patterns and how can you soften with this and how can you harm be in harmony with yourself what you need and what you want to give you know because this is out of balance a lot especially with women I mean I say this I don't exactly know how this is for many men because I know how it is for me and I'm a woman right so I feel like I'm a specialist in this because I lived through it I've talked to many women about this so I understand this very well and I know that a lot of women are in are in disharmony with themselves in this subject and it's often and allowing and also trusting yourself mostly trusting yourself like what you said like I hold the power like this compliment is for me and I receive it <laughs> how I want to receive it you know it's not like oh this stone that doesn't suit me you know like and he's like he means this with that. No, you receive it as a compliment. It's empowering you, right? Mm -hmm. So you choose. You have the power. So this is what we focus on a lot. The power of themselves. I think that 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 is our power. The micro learnings and how can you understand your own power and how can you create space? How can you take that space? And how can you allow another person in or out your space, you know, instead of boundaries? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think just being in community with all women is what we realized this last retreat because it was organically all women. And now the September retreat in Portugal and our next Costa Rica retreat in 2023 is going to be intentionally all women. And it's because of this, right? It's because there, there is um, a, a subtle power that comes from just being in community with women, something that we've done for since the beginning of time. And I'm thinking of one woman, a friend of mine who was on this last retreat. And I actually brought this up to her a few days ago because she's still here hanging out. And I think I said something to her like, wow, you're such a great photographer. And she's like, I know, right? And I'm like, God, you're so good at receiving compliments. Like she's always like, thank you. Or yeah, crazy, right? You know, like, and I thought, wow, I didn't even think of it till now, but her energy and her attitude and her essence and and her power in receiving that was be, that was being witnessed by everyone at the retreat and that's basically a rhyme practice then you know like receiving a compliment like Sharon does mm -hmm. so yeah yeah I think I I have a feeling that we're we're in a time on the earth right now where we are going to be really really consciously coming back together as women mm -hmm. I think that we were 
intentionally pulled away from one another and kind of pinned against each other for a long time. I'm mm -hmm. starting to notice and I'm, I'm thinking of just like every TV show and movie that I watched growing up, I feel like was always like women fighting over some guy that they both liked or like this woman steals this guy away. So, and it, it, it really like created this program of like, we're against each other. Mm -hmm. One of us gets to be the prettiest one. One of us gets to be the sexiest one and they're going to get the men and, and then the others of us don't. And so we can't support each other. Like that's, that's kind of extreme, but like, that's kind of the vibe that I feel like I grew up in. Mm -hmm. And so, and I, I, there's so much power when women come together and especially when we start to learn to like, be in harmony with one another and really support one another and compliment one another and realize that when we come together and we actually see in each other what we what we love and appreciate and want to grow within ourselves like it it's just going to change the world so i really think that there's because i feel called to pull more women together too and so i'm i'm creating a group program group coaching program coming up that's just going to be the whole purpose is going to be getting women to come together and powerfully learn how to hold space for one another. Cause like when we, in the ancient times, like from the beginning of time, like we would all sit together, like whatever anybody was going through, like we'd come together in circle and we'd witness mm -hmm. you're going through something hard. You're going through something amazing. Like you'd have your circle of women that would come and support you. And we knew how to receive mm -hmm. and we somehow got disconnected from that along the way. Yeah. We need each other, you know, like biologically speaking, we need each other to feel safe, this connection with other women. We need that, you know, yeah. and it's so beautiful when we come together and we listen to each other and we see each other like like we did like a week ago at the end of our retreat. People were like, oh, my God, you know, like you are so beautiful with this and I've learned so much about you like with this. And everybody's like, oh, and awe of each other. And that happened in in a week you know in a week so imagine what we can do and and how we can feel if we are doing this constantly and that we don't have to carry everything by by ourselves and learn everything by ourselves you know yeah totally happy for you and excited for your new <clears throat> thanks i'm excited for all of your new women's retreats Woohoo! Yay. I, feel like I'm, I feel like i'm gonna need to come to one <laughs> be super honored yeah well thank you so much for your time yeah thank you thanks for having me it was so fun to chat and connect yeah i'm going to breathe uh, from my womb now like i'm doing that a little bit while we're talking and it's getting warm it's very powerful warm womb warm mm -hmm. womb <laughs> i love it good job well. <laughs> Thank you for the inspiration. I'm going to dive into this a little more. And yeah. Yeah. Love learning from each other. Yeah. Thank you. This is so fun. So thank you for listening. And if what we talked about on this episode today rhymes with you in any way, or if you have any questions about any of these topics, please reach out and get in touch. We love hearing from you. We love connecting with you. Hey, maybe you even want to be on a podcast episode. Let us know. We'd love to talk to you. 
If you want more information or want to connect with Susan, her Instagram is I am Susan Ray, R-A-Y. And if you're interested in learning more about us, about Rhyme, our Instagram is rhyme underscore with us. And we have a uh, retreat coming up in Portugal. It's our first time retreating in Portugal, but if you listen to our first episode, you actually know that's where Luce and I met. So we're really excited to be going back to this place where we met long, long ago and actually hosting our first women's retreat. So we were really excited to talk to Susan today, also just to get um, inspired and to get mm, clear with some of the ways that we're going to rhyme with our essence as women with this uh, focus for our next retreat being an all-women's retreat rhyming the soft and the sweet rhyming um, our strength with our um, yeah our flexibility our our subtle bodies so yeah if you want any more information about the retreat please join us we have a few spots left as of right now the best way to get in touch is to email us at RecycleYourMindset at gmail.com or visit us on Instagram and just send us a DM if that's the easiest thing. That's rhyme underscore with us.